You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Madano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey! Sorry, I had to get that out of my brain. Welcome to Starcaster Remarks. To my left is my brother James. To my right is my brother Chris. My name is Ryan. This is the after game review for the very first game of the season against the Nashville Predators. Stars win by a final score of four to one tonight, gentlemen. How are y'all feeling about tonight's game? Well, if your hopes weren't up before the season started, they're sure as heck up now. <laughs> <laughs> because boy howdy that game was essentially perfect yeah it, it was only three goals away from what i predicted on twitter a 7-1 win so almost, <laughs> almost. we were that close I, I gotta be honest with you guys i was really excited about tonight's game i didn't expect this to be totally honest with you i, I really didn't and i know a lot of people kind of discount Nashville as being like a quote unquote wildcard team, but they're still a very good team. And the fact that the stars went out and they played their game and I, we'll, we'll talk about it more, uh, especially on Wednesday's episode. We don't want to get too into depth, yeah. but uh, I, I love the way that the stars played tonight. Yeah, I absolutely was, loved it. It was totally dominant. They imposed their will from the get go. Just hundred percent. Great. Loved all, every second. All right, so getting into tonight's review real quick. A um, couple of points to start off the game. Uh, Wyatt Johnston, obviously starting his uh, first game in his NHL career. He would also get his first career goal later on. Uh, Mason Marchment making his Dallas debut. Nils Lundqvist making his Dallas debut. And it seemed like all of these guys somehow, some way, who are brand new, found their way onto the score sheet tonight. They were all successful. Started off with a Mason Marchment goal, his first of the season, duh, by Mr. Tyler Sagan, who we'll also talk about a little bit as well. Uh, what did you think about that first goal on that play, Chris? That was nuts. I mean, that showed you how fast and how strong it was. He just beat three guys on his own in the neutral zone and then bar down. I mean, that's a perfect goal to start off the season. That was sweet, and no better guy to do it. He, he literally went 1v3, 1v3 yeah. and 1. which 1v3 and, and then bar down. Yeah, that it was a beautiful goal. I, I was in my car right before uh, my my band rehearsal, and I just kind of like, oh, it was like that kind of a sound. I was so excited. That was amazing. Um, time would go on, and it was towards the end of the first period. But again, stars are on the power play. Uh, they took care of business. Marchment gets his second of the period, second of the season, second of the game. Lundquist gets his first official Dallas Stars point. He gets the primary assist on it. And Sagan again. I guess he's turning into an assist guy for this season, maybe. He gets his second of the game as well on the assist side. So what did you all think about the the, the goal there uh, with Mason Marchment getting his second? 
That was just from some great passing, that whole power play. Especially after the first power play, it was a little bit like, oh no, are we going to have power play troubles this year? But that second power play was great. All the passing was really good. It was a great save. And then one more pass from uh, Lundqvist, and it was just a slam dunk from Marchman on that one. He didn't have to do anything. Yeah. It's very good patience from Lundqvist, not panicking yes. when he's in that position too. So that was pretty much the end of the first period, though, you guys. Um, what was something that stood out to you from that first period? Stood out to me, like I said, we we shoved our game in their face really to start it off. Uh, they had a little bit, a five-minute segment in that little middle frame right after the first TV timeout where the Preds started putting on some pressure. But for the most part, the Stars were just downhill the whole way. Um, one bad thing from it, though, Stars could not get out of their zone the first period. However, mid-game corrections, by the end of the game, they were getting out of their zone no problem. So really loved that that correction as the game went on. James, what did you think about the first period overall? I pretty much just agree with what Chris said. It was it was it's nice to see that we're still that we were aggressive in that first period, especially knowing that Nashville had some travel. I mean, get aggressive when you're on the road and get that first goal. And let's just go ahead and be honest here, too, you guys. I mean, Nashville did come back from Europe, right? So there, there's got to be, you know, some sort of fatigue there, maybe some jet lag there, obviously. But you know what? At the end of the day, these guys are professionals, and they get paid to do this. And, you know, the Stars can't control that. So they went in and took and, care of business. That's the best we can do. And we took care of business. Also, also part of that argument's really kind of stupid and void because there was five days between their last game in Europe and this game. I mean, there's yeah. still some travel time and jet lag in there, but not. there shouldn't be enough that they're going to be tired in this game. That was a stupid argument, in my opinion. Like, oh, they might not have their legs. Oh, yeah, they only had four days of rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, going into the second, you guys, um, Joe Pavelski, there's not really much to talk about with the second other than it was more back and forth. Uh, Nashville was really starting to play a little better. But uh, the Stars... You know, they took care of business and they were aggressive throughout the period. Um, I would debate Joe, that. I thought the stars. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I no, no. Go ahead. No, I, no. I want. I want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. I thought the stars had a lot more chances to score this period than what they ended up with. I mean, it could have been five nothing at the at the end of this period, no problem. There was Gurionov missed a breakaway. There was another. I don't remember what the other one was. This is still the first game for us too. But there were several really good scoring chances that just didn't go in. That there was really a could've. hints right in front of the net yes, on a power play that, that, that had he to be the one hit the post and out. That yes. was the biggest miss. Mm -hmm. Well, later in the period, Pavelski would get the first of the season, and he continues to defy uh, Mother Nature in his age. Uh, Ropehans gets an assist on it. Robertson gets an assist on it. And the Stars go up 3 to nothing. And I guess you could count this as a Minutemen goal because it was in the last minute of the second period. Does it count? Works for me. Sure. What do you think? Sure. We'll go with it. Okay. So, Stars going 3 nothing into the second period. Going into the second period, what was something that might have looked a little different that you saw that might have been some adjustments made from the first to the second? Well, like I said earlier, the, the breakout passes is the big thing for me. The first period, they couldn't put two passes together in their own zone. And by the end of the second, we were pretty much fine getting out of there with a really strong uh, Nashville forecheck, too. So, I was really happy with that. I mean, ahead, we started James. off the second a little bit slow, but we we definitely picked it up once we figured out how to get of our get out of our own zone. 
And what, what I really appreciated about the second period, I didn't get to watch a ton of it, but what I really appreciated about the second period is they didn't seem to, like, you know, let off the gas pedal at all. They they, they, they oh, kept no. going. They The aggressiveness yeah. kept coming, and the biggest thing I loved about it was the forecheck. The forecheck into the offensive zone was fantastic, and it continued throughout the game. Um, going into the third period, um, early on in the third period, the Stars would be rewarded with another power play, and uh, they would get a power play goal due to Mr. Wyatt Johnston in his first official NHL game. He gets the first of the season for him, first of his career. Sagan gets his third assist of the night. That's something that kind of flew under the radar for me. I I didn't Mm -hmm. really see that yet. He probably had the best game of anybody. And then uh, Mr. Ryan Suter, who we talked about just last night, gets his first assist of the season as well. Um, How excited are you guys to see what this Wyatt Johnston kid can do? So excited. He, and he got better and better as the game went on, too. The first period, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know about it. But obviously, by the time he scores the goal, as the game moves on, you see great defensive plays even in his own zone that he made on back checks. He was he was really good as the game progressed. So I'm excited to see how he'll start the next game. He's also the fourth teenager in Dallas Stars history to be on the opening night roster. So that's another cool he, little stat for him to be He with. is also now the youngest player in Dallas Stars history to score in their in their opening debut. That's so, really cool. I didn't know that. Where'd you figure Stars that out? Stars posted that one on Twitter. Uh, okay, I was about to say, you probably found that out on Twitter. Of course. Um, I find everything on Twitter. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I find all my stuff, too. Um, so anyways, guys, uh, two power play goals from the Stars tonight. I mean, excellent on the power play, and that's something we talked about going through the season that needed to be better. Um, what looked different on the power play tonight compared to last season? They passed. <laughs> <laughs> they passed the puck, cycled around. They didn't just take shots from the point. That's the only way we scored power play goals right now is shots from the point and sop it up with the sourdough. This was just beautiful passing throughout the zone. Uh, I'll point out one big thing. They used the high slot guy to get out of trouble a lot when they were on the boards. So whenever defensemen were pushing our wingers into the boards, it was just immediate straight to that high slot guy, right back to the top of the point, and you're free. So that was a real specific thing that I thought worked really well in our power play. And something that Brandon mentions here is that they actually got into the offensive zone. Yeah. We were not <laughs> we were just at all jumping again. And- right. And I was going to pull this up too, uh, James Whitehorse over here saying holding on to the puck instead of dump and chase looked brilliant as well. What a novel idea. <laughs> There's no sarcasm in that at all, right? None. Oh, man, it, it, was, it was absolutely fantastic to see that the way the Stars entered the zone. And we complained about that for so long over the course of the last season. And Wyatt Johnston is one of the first beneficiaries of the new Stars power play. Um, literally about 30 seconds later though, however, Ryan Johansson would score his first of the year from, uh, Tolvanen and, uh, Ryan Johansson would just get barely a stick on it. I mean, what's Ottinger supposed to do on yeah. that? Yeah. It was it's a great a good play. Redirect. Yeah. It's a good play. It's against the flow of the game. Whatever. It's fine. It happens. And, uh, moving on into the end of the game. Uh, I mean, not much to report other than the fact in the third period. And I put this up on Twitter. I was like, what, 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 what is this? We have a three goal lead. We're playing into the offensive zone and we're controlling the puck in the offensive zone. We're not just like dumping it in. It was weird. Four checking with a three goal lead is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Again, to steal the words from Whitehorse, what a novel idea. 
right? Yeah, exactly. I think the turtle is officially dead. So hopefully we're, we just got the hair now. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, guys, if you want to leave your questions down in the comment section down below, uh, we'll get to some of those questions here tonight. We're going to keep this short. It's like we talked about, keep it about 15, 20 minutes, and we'll try to get to it if we can. Great job so far. Yeah, right? We're trying. We're trying. We're, we're getting there. We're going fast, okay? Um, what was the next thing we, we needed to talk about? What, what happened in the game? What was the, the, the biggest thing that you noticed in the game tonight? Just pick one thing. One thing, the offense. We moved forward north and south a lot. I mean, the, the whole it's complete. It's a completely different team. Like seriously, from last season to this to the, just this first game, totally different. Uh, I loved it. It was actually fun to watch. It, I'm so excited. I'm way too excited now. I, I told Ellie before she <laughs> left. I was like, we're we're, we're going to win the Stanley Cup. We're the best team in the league. I mean, this, that, <laughs> Homer. I believe Homer. you, Chris. I believe you. <laughs> it definitely feels good right now, doesn't it? Definitely does. Uh, uh, James, what's your what's your biggest uh, thing about what happened in tonight's game that you're really excited about? Yeah, they, they they were actually aggressive, and we got back to to some of those rush chances that we used to see Hints and Gurianov score all the time. They both had rush chances tonight. They did neither of them sunk theirs, but we had Mason Marchment also have rush chances, and he he scored his first one. So it's it's fun to see those those rush chances instead of what we normally have which is just try to get into the zone and shoot it from the point what I really wanted to talk about tonight was is mr Jay Gottinger um mm-hmm. he looked absolutely fantastic he made everything look easy absolutely 100 percent easy his confidence was ridiculous I mean every single shot it was just like there's not even a doubt he just got it and the other thing about it, too, is just, like, watching him play, he just looked so calm, cool, and collected. Like, I, I, I don't know another way to put it. He just he, looked, he looked confident. Like he looked against the Flames. Let's say that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, was his save percentage better tonight than it was against the Flames series? Oh, yeah. How, how good At was 969. it? 969. Oh, my goodness. Good start. 69. We're going to pull okay. up good numbers, start. though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's it's only gonna be downhill from here. He's gonna end with like a nine thirty-five to end the season or something oh, like that. Oh, that would right? suck. Yeah, that would suck. Totally suck, right? <laughs> okay, guys. Uh let's get into our biggest winner and biggest loser. It returns 
for this season? Who's your biggest winner and biggest loser out of this game? I'm taking it first. It's Marchment. It's great. He's so good. Uh, I saw Josh, one of our online hockey buddies, he posted that uh, Marchment is what GMs want whenever they draft players like Tufty, which is perfect <laughs> in my opinion. He's a big guy. He skates hard, and he shoots a lot, and I I loved it. It was really good from him. He looks like a guy who wants to prove that he's a top six forward in the league, and he did a great, great job starting that off. All right. I'll take a second then. My winner is uh, Tyler Sagan. This is exactly what we want from him. We want him to start fast. We want him to continue this throughout the season. Obviously, three points a game is not sustainable, but <laughs> I mean, this is what we're looking for when we're looking at Tyler Sagan this year. This is the type of bounce back that we want to see. And if that line sticks together, I'm fine with him being an assist guy changing to that. I mean, if Marchman's scoring all the goals, who cares? Just get points. Yeah. Side note on Ty Delandria. That I mean, he played excellent on that line tonight. Uh, you didn't I was think kind so? Of on and off with him. I, I feel like he's still a little bit hurt on his hand. I feel like he could have been stronger on pucks a few more times, which was the uh, issue we had with him in, the, in his couple of stints last year too. But I, I feel like that's a lot because of injury. Because in preseason, we saw him a lot more aggressive on pucks and stuff. So I, I think he'll get better as we go along. And that's fair. That's fair to say. Uh, my biggest winner for tonight, and I got to go with uh, the power play. Uh, just the power play in general. Because because uh, y'all took my other two, you, especially Marchmont. That was going to be mine. But uh, the power play tonight just looked better. I mean, there's there's no other way to put it other than the fact that it was actually effective. Even when the Stars didn't score, you could see what they were trying to do, and it's not like they were just standing still and just passing it around and trying to find the perfect pass. They were looking for a seam. They were looking for the per for a good pass and then taking a shot when they could. And, I mean, that's all you got to do. I mean, just throw it out the net. Sometimes you just got to hope for a prayer. Yep. Power play is um, easy. Chris, who's your biggest loser for tonight? Biggest loser is Leah Hextall. That is so annoying, bro. I can't stand it. I tried. At the start of the game, I cleared my mind. I was like, you know what? It's a new season for her, too. Let's see what she can do. She's just so fake. She's so fake. She's like the person that you go to work. Like You go to work, and you see that person, and they talk in like that customer service voice, but it's just you and like your, your coworkers, and they still talk in the customer service voice. I can't stand it, dude. I can't stand it. Like All of her sentences... Like the intonation is all the exact same. It starts high, it gets low, and it gets high again. Every single sentence. Ugh. And she called mm. on the breakaway with Gurianov, she called him hints three times. Yeah. <laughs> what did, did you see what she said for uh, Wyatt Johnston when he scored the goal? She left out the T in his name. She, she called him Johnson. Yes. I mean, well, that that's <laughs> that's more excusable to call the guy who is like a full four inches taller and Russian. <laughs> <laughs> the, wrong, the wrong name like come on oh man all right james who's the biggest loser tonight uh biggest loser is the predators power play it sucked we kind of just destroyed on the penalty kill a little bit but i mean they they didn't yeah. look good on the power play i think they more sucked than we did good yes uh for me tonight if there's one thing that i could point at the stars and say i wish we had done better at is take less penalties because I, I felt like we took a couple too many penalties tonight. And I, I think we took advantage of a little bit of the fact that Nashville was tired. So, I mean, they looked tired, whether it was jet lag or not. They looked tired. So I'm, I'm just going with that. But, you know, they, they it, 
uh, most teams, if you want to be like a top five team, top 10 team, which is what we think this team can be, you can't take penalties like that all the time. Now, some of them were really stupid. Like there was a, at least two that I thought were like, okay, there was like really stupid. We Yeah. Thank you, Brooke. They were really weak calls, really stupid calls. Um, but overall, if you can just stay out of the box, I'd appreciate that. Yeah. That, that was the one problem I had with Hawk and Paws game. Overall, he had a great night, but those two penalties were, were pretty, pretty obvious. The, that the cross check was a little weak, but again, I understand, weak, but it was, it, but it was, but was like, okay, <laughs> why'd you yeah, even do right. that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up here tonight, you guys trying to keep it, sh- keep it short so we can keep it a lot of other stuff for Wednesday night. I'm too excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how we do in the home opener on Saturday. Same time, seven 30 start. Not on ESPN plus. Not on ESPN plus Valley. Yep. yep. We will have Mr. Josh Bogorod and Mr. Daryl razor Ray on the call, which I am extremely excited for james how was the call on the ticket you listening to the game i listened to the first period on the ticket but the rest i was actually able to watch but it they're they're hilarious when they're on the ticket and no one else is listening to them (laughs) it's like they they don't even commentate the same either it's they're just they just act stupid and it's great it's it's a lot more free when they're just on the radio side yes okay guys before we go out uh stats for tonight's game before we call it good um, shots on goal, 29 to 32 in favor of the Predators. We actually had a decent amount of shots tonight, you guys. I was shocked. Very good. Uh, face-off percentage is dead even at 50. Um, power play, 2 for 4 for the Stars, 0 for 5 for the uh, National Predators. And I think that's the game right there, honestly. Um, hits, 45 to 30 in favor of the National Predators. Block shots. We still have the block shots in our favor. That's really good, 17 to 7. And then shots per period, 12 to 9 in the first for the Stars, 11 to 10 in favor of Nashville in the second, 12 to 7 in favor of Nashville in the third. Um, lots of penalties tonight, and hopefully the Stars can nix a couple of those penalties. There's one, two, three, four, five, six penalties, I guess. Oh, the, the fighting major, I guess, doesn't count. So less penalties next time. All right, anything else we need to mention tonight, you guys? Stars are going to go 82 and 0. 82 and 0, baby. 82, 82 and 0. On the Thanks road for... 82 and 0. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day when when the stars go 82 and 0. Hey, I'd just be happy to see 5 and 0 to begin with, just saying. So. All right. Um, along with Chris and along with James, my name's Ryan. We want to thank our sponsor, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, for being our sponsor of this episode, this podcast, and the entirety of THPN. We will catch you guys again right after the game on Saturday. And. We'll catch you on the flip side. You guys have a good evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening. Chris, you got to give him a GG, boys, real quick before you go. GG, boys. <laughs>